to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. We are starting the first in a series around planning, which I want to go through um, with you to give you a more values-driven or a values-based lens, your values-based lens particularly, um, to look at planning, about how you plan for the year or wherever you may stumble across this podcast episode. Um, As I record, we're coming towards the end of November 2022. um, And I know what I've been seeing is, you know, heaps of things popping up on my Instagram feed um, and in my email newsletters that I'm subscribed to around planning, around thinking about the year ahead. And as we round out the year, I get it, you know, (laughs) it can be um, the next kind of logical step. And as humans, we're often looking like, you know, the next step or steps ahead. Um, And so I want to talk about um, or just wrap some kind of different steps around process. Now, this is not linear. Uh, You can use this in any fashion that you like. You can start at any point. So I'm going to do like a several part series and it doesn't have to be like step one, like just because this is the first episode doesn't mean this necessarily has to be the first step for you. Today, I want to talk about reflection and reflecting and almost like gathering information, gathering data, um, thinking about what has been happening up until this point as you plan forward. For me personally, the way my mind works, I find that the place that I naturally want to start. Um, However, every human's different. And there's as many ways to run a business, there's as many ways to plan things as there are humans. And so I really encourage you to find the way that works for you, not just follow a step-by-step guide, you know. Um, Yes, definitely look at resources out there, listen to podcast series like this. However, think about what is actually the way that works for you best. And you might need to play around, right? You might need to try different ways and and doing things in different orders or even just doing things a little bit of each piece at a time rather than go from one thing to the next to the next. You know, do it how you like. Um, If you're someone, like to give an example, if you're someone who when you read like a non-fiction book, if you like to go from the start to the end, you might like going through that linear type process. And so this way I'm stepping it out might feel like it aligns for you. However, if you're someone that kind of looks at the contents and jumps in where it interests you, I really encourage you to make a process of planning your own and to really allow it to be the process as the focus as opposed to the outcome where you're trying to get to. Often when we are sitting down to plan or thinking about planning, we're looking straight away at that endpoint, straight away at that outcome. And that is a very much, you know, in line with how all of the systems that we've been part of and socialized and influenced by encourage us to do look at the endpoint to look at the goals. Planning is a process, and sometimes planning is not necessarily, which might sound counterintuitive, but it's not necessarily just about getting you somewhere. It can be about getting clarity, about you getting a clear picture around where you're at now, where you may want to go, and what's the process that might get you there. 
as you step into that process, as you start taking part in that process, it might shift where you're going might shift, what you're doing might shift. And so to think of planning as uh, an instrument, right, um, something that can support you. However, it's not a um, prescription. It's not something that you have to stick to. So that's my first piece that I'll add in about planning. And that's how I approach planning. That's how I approach most things in my business is thinking, firstly, how does it work for you? Like what is how can you adapt the process or evolve a process that actually supports you in your business and your life? Um, and then how can you consider planning as an instrument, as a way to support you to move towards a values-aligned life as opposed to as a way to get X, Y, Z outcome? So let's start there. The first piece is reflection. I feel like getting a clear picture for me, how my brain works, um, getting a clear picture of what's been happening and where I've been and what's been going on, it sets the scene for me. This may not be the the this point where you jump in at. Um, it could be where you dip your toe in or it could be something that comes several places along when it comes to things you consider. But wherever you put it in, I think reflection is a really important part of the process of planning. Um, so if you are looking at reflection from a more values alignment lens or a way to move your business towards being more values aligned as a process, then I think it can be really important firstly to zoom out. Sometimes with reflection or like, you know, in the traditional business spaces or, or tools that I've come across, it's often like, you know, whip out all your numbers, whip out all the like outcomes and all of those outputs. It's very like, you know, if, if you um, are familiar with research, you know, it's very quantitative. I feel like sometimes um, it misses out on the qualitative and I feel like we can have a bit of both, right? Um, and depending on, again, how your brain works, what feels most supportive to you, you might lean towards one or the other a little bit more. Um, if you are someone who leans more towards quantitative, so towards the numbers, I would just really encourage you to um, be a bit more open to, to thinking about things in a different way, but also to just get curious around, is that the way that does really feel the most supportive for you? Or is that the way that you've been kind of encouraged or what you've been pushed towards? Because the fact is, is in our system, and I'm not saying that it doesn't feel supportive. Clearly, there are people where quantitative information is the most supportive, feels really safe and secure, because that is something that humans do appreciate, right? Particularly from that safety, security, and even control point of view. However, it is that the fact that our culture and our systems are very quantitative numbers, outcomes, those kind of like hard data, objectiveness um, pieces, uh, is very focused on that. And so it can be easy, similar to our values, similar to all of those things for us to pick that up and to feel like we have a preference for that because it's just what we've been immersed in. And particularly if you come from a health science background, there is a hierarchy around information within that space and it quantitative numbers so-called objective measures are the things that are boosted in the hierarchy, right? So if that is where you tend to lean, I would just really encourage you to keep open-minded and just to get really curious around, is that really what feels most supportive for you or is it part of that programming socialization? Um, so just getting curious around that. So let's zoom out a little bit and let's start with the qualitative. Let's start with thinking about the big picture, because let's be honest, your business is an instrument to you living the life you want to be living, to you living your values aligned life. Business and work doesn't sit outside of life. 
Um, and, you know, again, in the business world, in the, in the um, you know, even just in our capitalist system, there's that real push to think of like work-life balance, like as if work is separate from life. And I'll link to another podcast episode in the show notes that I did around work-life balance um, so that you can check that out. Um, basically me calling BS on that, um, but you can check that one out. And what is really, I think, conceptually or just even however you think of things um, is to consider that work is like one piece or your business is one piece that's like nested inside your life, right? And so before we start zooming into the business side of things, it's good to zoom out and to look at your life and to look at that overall picture because if business and work is a tool and instrument to move you towards your values aligned life, let's start there. Let's start at that big picture. So are you where you want to be? Do you know where you want to be? And do you feel like what's been happening over the last month, three, six, 12, two years, however, whatever time frame you want to look at, if you're using this as a yearly planning tool, you might do it by yearly, a quarterly planning tool, however you like to work. Um, maybe you like to like think about things in like five-year bursts. I'm not sure. Again, this is a really, um, really in- I want to encourage you to make it your own. So whatever kind of time frame or whether it's just a loose overall picture and feeling about where you're at, do you feel like right now or where you have been, where you are, where you're coming from is currently moving you towards your values? Is it aligning? Now, remember that our values are actionable and aspirational, right? So it doesn't just because you're not living a, you know, quote unquote, perfectly aligned, values aligned life doesn't mean you're not like that that is anywhere that you potentially would get to. Um, It's a lifelong process. And for most of us, it's always a process of moving closer towards it, you know, like um, lines kind of coming closer, but never meeting as opposed to like an end point. So I, so the question's less about, are you living a values aligned life and more about, are you moving towards your values aligned life? And so that is where I would encourage you to start. What's going on in your life? Do you feel like you have enough time for your life over the past year? Have you had the time that you want and the space that you want, the energy and capacity that you want for relationships, for friendships, family, um, if you're a parent, for your kiddos, if you're a kid, for your parents, um, most of us kids, I suppose, or children, I should say, children of somebody. Um, Have you had enough time for interests and hobbies? Do you have any interests and hobbies? Because maybe you don't even have any. Um, And this can feel a bit tricky when you do love your business and love what you do, because it can be like, well, my business lights me up, which is great. And it still can be supportive and part of building your values aligned life to have other things as well, right, outside of just business. So what else are you doing? What have you had capacity time for? Have there been times over the year where you've missed things, skipped things because of your business? Or have there been times where um, you haven't had the capacity, the energy or whatever it might be? So really thinking about what's gone on over the year, years, where whatever time frame you're reflecting on, are you moving towards your values aligned life? Where are the gaps? What's been going on for you? The other thing that can be really um, helpful to reflect on is how you have gone capacity-wise over the year, again, the time frame that you're going to keep saying a year because that's what I'm kind of um, anchoring this podcast episode in, but you just substitute whatever time frame you're looking at. So what has your capacity been like? Has there been shifts and changes based on seasons, based on 
sort of things happening in your environment based on what's been going on in life, in business, with relationships, with your own stuff, you know, if you're doing things to work on yourself, on your personal growth and development, on your, um, on relationships, on other areas of your life, what's happening there and how does that impact on your capacity? So getting a bit of a picture of what's gone on over the year and the traditional things would be like what works well, what doesn't, but, or what has worked well, what hasn't. But I would really encourage you also, like nothing wrong with those questions at all, to think about it in relation to your capacity to think about it in relation to your joy, your enjoyment, to think about it in relation to rest and your energy and to think about it in relationship to your values. Like, is it moving you towards your values so that you can be thinking more than, you know, that binary of did it work, didn't work, is it good, is it bad, Um, and more about like what's the real holistic kind of process and and way you want to be in your life. And so starting at that life level, you know, the overarching picture, And then when you've got a really good kind of, I suppose, handle or feeling around that is to bring it into the business. Now, I will say before I move into that, is that a really handy tool or instrument that you can use or something um, going forward if you haven't been using anything like this in the past is a little bit of a journal or a reflection note in your phone or something where you can keep some little notes around reflection so that when you're doing this process going forward, you kind of have some information. So if you've got things like was really tired in May, right? Let's just, I'm just going to pull something out of my bum. Um, Really tired in May, you know, really no energy, et cetera. And then you keep in this reflection point and you find every year that happens or needed, um, got sick in June. Um, I'm using more Australian, I suppose, um, references because winter comes and we tend to be a little bit more sick Um, or, you know, more bugs and, and stuff around, particularly if you're a parent and you're have a little germ carrier monkeys in your family, in your household. Um, so thinking of something like that that you can keep over time because um, what you will find over time is you can get sometimes things come up and it's just once-offs, right, um, like you had a big week and, and you got really tired. And sometimes there's things that are seasonal, that are cyclical. Um, they can be part of different things that goes on. And by keeping a bit of a record and keeping um, a bit of uh, information about yourself and about how you respond to what's going on, both inside your business, inside your life and, and, the, and the bigger picture of the world, um, when there are heavy things happening in the world, how that impacts on your capacity and on your energy. And so starting a sort of some sort of reflection journal or note or whatever, um, you could even do it if you if you keep like a diary or if you've got, to, you know, if you just keep things in your Google calendar, then you could just write, look, jot little notes in so that when you're going through that reflection process, you can kind of bring that in and you can get a clear picture. So you can do that at the life level and at the business level. You know, when you do a launch, when you do a thing um, over the year, you can keep some notes. So let's start reflecting then on the business, on what's been going on for you over the past year in your business. So the first place that I like to start is over that year or over that time period, how do I feel that my business has been as an instrument towards moving me in the direction of my values? aligned life and my values aligned business so how has my business supported me to do that um where are the gaps where are the places where I feel like it's um felt there's felt a lot of ease around being values aligned and where are the places where there's been a rub where are the places where it's maybe felt harder or 
where I felt really under-resourced. Maybe it's because of a lack of knowledge or skills or maybe lack of time or maybe lack of money or whatever it might be that um, has left me feeling like I don't have the capacity in some way to make adjustments or to, to choose the values aligned choice. So reflecting on that. If you did any planning at the start of the year, reflecting like based on that plan, you know, pull that plan out, pull out what you were hoping or dreaming into for the year, pull out the plan and look at where are you at? Did that align? Now, this can give us some great information, not to judge ourselves, but to look at, okay, well, if it did align, cool, maybe you're moving towards a space where you know yourself really well, you're knowing your capacity, you're setting um, intentions for the year, goals, plans, whatever you want to call them, that actually match what you've got to give, that match where you're at on your level of capacity and skills, and that actually match up with where you want to go. If there is big discrepancies, why? Like think about what went on. Maybe it's something outside of you, you know, like 2020, if anyone set some plans at the start of 2020, I'm pretty sure most of those didn't quite. Um, that looked a lot different in any kind of reflection. That's something very big outside of ourselves. So what's gone on there? Um, is there anything you can take away from that? Is there, and I think that there is around things like flexible planning, around being more, um, making sure that we have contingencies and and and, and buffers or, or different types of things depending on what has or hasn't worked well. So there are things we can take from those types of instances and that's why I think reflection is really important rather than just a, this thing happened out of my control, nothing I can do about it. And then we react to those situations ongoing, you know, like um, things are cyclical, things spiral, we spiral in and out of things. Um, and that can be for moving us forward, but it can also be like we can cycle back through into a, like a keeping stuck kind of space if we are, I think reflection is a great tool for us to see if there's anything we can take from experiences and situations. There isn't always, but if there is, by taking time to reflect, we can see that. So look at where you had hoped to be, where you planned, what you dreamed into, what you had a vision of at the start of the year. How does it compare to where you are? If there is a disconnect, why? What happened? Was it something outside of you? Was it something inside of you? Was there a big shift? Did you do like a certain course or program or go to an event over the year and it just changed how you thought and felt and so it led to a process shift? That's great information. You're learning to know yourself more, but also it's really great information for you going forward around planning can be, okay, well, do I really want to plan out a whole year? Do I want to have plans that are concrete, plans that join and build on each other? Or do you want to be having more flexible plans? And um, in subsequent sessions, we're going to be talking about like planning and how we do that. But I just want this to be this reflection point, like what kind of information can you gather from that? The other thing to think about, so we can think about those things. We can think about numbers, right? Finances. So did you have any plans or goals? What were your numbers over the year? Does it meet what you need? Um, and if you check out last week's podcast episode on Know Your Finances, I talked about three points in your business to have around dreaming into or planning or calculating for your finances. One is your like um, baseline viable numbers for your business. One is like a, a point of enough, like the builds your sustainable business that gives you enough and the other one is sort of like your real um I suppose the the dream around um I can't remember what the word I use now is because it was a whole week ago uh, around um like your regenerative kind of what builds a regenerative business a business that allows you to flourish that that is regenerative that way you can even 
put that money back into your business, into places and spaces that you want to see them flourish. So thinking about your finances, thinking about where the gaps are, think about what your numbers are. Because again, when you're planning to move towards something else, or if you're thinking about what you're doing over the year, you kind of want to know where you're at, right? Um, I don't think we do ourselves any favours as business owners and particularly for health professionals in business who maybe sometimes like to hide their heads in the sand a little bit around finance and money. You don't do ourselves any favours by continuing to keep plugging along with a model, a business model that isn't actually sustaining you financially. So if it isn't, it's best to know. If it isn't, it's best to actually have those truthful and honest conversations and questions with yourself is, is this meeting my financial needs? And if it's not, what do I need to do to, to change that? So I'll link to the episode I did last year because it is a good kind of almost like primer to, to looking at your finances or reflecting on that. Um, so you can look at that in your business, like reflect on what's going on there. Um, if you had a new program launch or something go on, was there any change in finances? Because the truth is, as we move into 2023, um, we don't know what's going to happen financially, but definitely the financial kind of outlook and picture in the world is very different than what it has been in the past. Um, so it's good to know where things are for you in your business. The other thing to reflect on around your business is you. Have you been included in your business over the year? How have you been able to meet your needs with your business and through your business? And to reflect on, is that something you want to make more space for? Do you want to make more space for yourself for things? Did you find there were periods over the year where you felt completely worn out? Do you need more time for rest? Do you need more time where you can just sit back and have creative time? Was there something you wanted to do that you didn't quite get to? So to give an example for myself, one thing that I was really wanting to do over the year um, for quite a while was to get back into doing a written blog. And I didn't, didn't, I mean, I've, I've got one post like three quarters of the way done but anyway nothing's published right so um what I can reflect on around that is I didn't have didn't feel like I had capacity didn't feel like I had space and so what I'll be doing when I'm sitting down to do my planning is how can I create more space capacity um create like you know um opportunities to build creativity um different ways of working whatever I need to actually enable that if it's something I still want to take forward it is for me um sometimes when we don't follow through with something, it's a good opportunity to think, to, to, to get curious around whether it is something we really want or something we think we should. In that case, I know it is something that I want. So what I noticed was I didn't give my, I didn't have space, energy capacity, and also just physical space for creativity. And so that's something I'm going to be bringing forward into my planning for next year. Well, creative, creativity, as far as writing goes, I can talk to the cows, come home about ideas and thoughts and, you know, make social media posts and those kind of things. They come reasonably easy to me. And writing does too. I just need a certain type of energy level within myself and kind of connection with myself and also physical space. What I've found is I don't write very well at home um, when there's all the distractions and noises and people, other people. So what I did find when I finally got things moving was going to the library really worked. So that's something I'm going to look at planning like, and that's a really a minutiae of my planning um, that I'm going to be looking at um, as I go into 2023. But that's just to give you a little sideline, um, bit of an example. So thinking about were there things you wanted to do 
um, were the things that you would hope to get done over the year that didn't kind of come to fruition. Look at why. Firstly, is it borrowed goals? Is it someone else's stuff? Is it a thing you think you should? Something somebody else thought, thought was a good idea? Is it something that uh, was, um, that you know, 2021 values aligned you thought was a great idea, but your values have shifted, your thinking shifted, you know, you've you've thought of, you, you've moved into a different space and it doesn't really align with who you are and where you want to go? Or does it still align? It's still definitely something you want to do. It's something that's going to move you towards your values aligned way of living and working and you need to look at, okay, well, maybe it's the environment, maybe it's one of those other things, maybe it's capacity, maybe it's something that needs to be shelved for six months, 12 months until you get to a different point in business and life. Um, There's seasons in life and business for all things. So, again, to give a personal example, um, my youngest kiddo is turning three in the new year and they are going to be going off to three-year-old preschool. And so I'm going to have a different level of capacity. It's going to be a different season for me and my business than it was this year. And so while I had some care organised at the very start of this year, so I planned my year in a very different way that it's wrapping up. Um, And that was something that was just part of my acceptance journey. (laughs) And it was what what I could do then once I accepted that and once um, things shifted was actually re, you know, flexible planning, which we'll talk about as we go into the nitty-gritty planning episodes because it's something that I do a lot of is having really flexible planning. And then um, I know that next year it's going to be a different season, but I don't know how it's going to play out, right? It's, it's a new thing. I've never been in it. So I'm definitely going to be leaning on my flexible planning skills and um, approach because I want it to be something that encourages me to grow and um, to grow into the things and to make space and capacity for certain things that I've had like on pause um, while I've been in this season and also recognizing that I don't really know what my capacity and, and things will be because I'm not there yet right I can predict, I can guess, but I don't know it until I've lived it. And that's where that reflection journal or reflection notes is really helpful because while you're living it, while it's happening, you can keep notes, which then you can use for planning. Okay, so that's what I wanted to talk about um, today in the first of this series around planning and planning differently and planning with your values um, front and centre and your humanity front and centre. And that's reflection or getting clear on where you are. That's my my first step in my process. This is a part of the process and so it doesn't have to be linear I just want to really reiterate that if it doesn't feel the point that you want to start at then don't start a different point um and that is where we will leave it so questions comments concerns always feel to re- free to reach out um and my call to action on this episode is that if you have a business bestie or a little mentorship on, you know, a little pod of, of humans that you work with um, or, or support each other um, or talk to each other about business stuff and you think this would be useful, then please feel free to share this episode for just to, you know, to share a different approach to thinking about planning. Okay, I'll be back next week with um, part two and we'll keep talking about planning for a couple more weeks. Yeah, okay. Until then, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the convo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. Bye.
Dietitian Values podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.